Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to the weekend update. If you're listening to this episode right when it came out, it's Saturday. And what we like to do on Saturdays is still work. A lot of us work six days and rest one. Hey, good enough for God, good enough for us. That's the way he created the whole universe, right? So we're working on a Saturday, sure, but why not take along a great update, a podcast episode that we've gone back and reviewed from maybe two weeks, six weeks, six months ago. We've got hundreds of great interviews. So what we do on the weekends is we go back, we find those great episodes that maybe slipped past your radar or some of those great insights and tips and strategies from some of the successful students and just kind of break it down into little easily digested nuggets for your weekend update. So that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to dive into that in just a moment after I make a couple of announcements. First, if you haven't got a free copy yet of the brand new, all new, our 11th update of the Silent Sales Machine book, this is the book that started this podcast. It started our community, the 73,000 members of our free Facebook group, our incredible events. It all started because I sat down about 20 years ago and wrote a book over a weekend. It was actually just a PDF report at the time. And it took off. And it started this incredible movement that is now thousands of business building warriors all over the world. It wasn't because of anything that I did. I was just making some observations and sharing what others had taught me. I kind of compiled the information into one place with the premise of, hey, you can use the internet to grow the business of your dreams. And here's the rules I'm kind of discovering. Here's some of the things you should avoid I was discovering. And there's a group of us. We just kind of compiled this information and kept learning new things. Well, I've updated it. And the 11th update is now available. All the stuff you should avoid, the legitimate opportunities that are available to you, the mindset that's required in order to tackle these opportunities, a lot of very specific strategic advice on using the internet to launch and grow the business of your dreams, multiple income streams, using the internet creatively. That's the book. So go to silentsalesmachine.com and you can see more about it. Or you can text the word free, that's F-R-E-E, to this phone number. It'll be in the show notes as well today. The phone number is 507-800-0090. Now, if you happen to live outside the United States or Canada, that might not work for you. So just email our support team. There's a link at silentgym.com and say, hey, heard Jim make that free offer. Assuming the free offer is still around, which it will expire at some point. But now as we're launching the book, we wanted to give it away for free. That's a great opportunity for you. So there's that. And I also want to remind you, if you're new around here, this podcast is the supporting podcast for the leading Amazon seller training in the industry. I'm talking about the Proven Amazon course at provenamazoncourse.com. It's the longest running Amazon seller training in the industry with more success stories than any other, a bigger support team. There's about a hundred of us that support that course. All kinds of creative modules for every level of Amazon seller experience. If if you know nothing about Amazon, you know nothing about e-commerce, we got you. If you've already got a $50,000, $100,000, a million dollar a month business, there's ideas in there I guarantee you have never been exposed to that could improve your business. So for $39 a month, RuvenAmazonCourse.com gets you a library of content that grows with you. We believe in just in time education, which means right when you need it, we got that next thing that you need and it's in there. And then we've got our free Facebook group support community at silentgym.com that's there to help you as well if you want to check that out. So that's the introduction for 
this weekend update. Let's go find out what the team has put together for us today. Enjoy this episode. We'll have brand new episodes for you starting at the beginning of the week, so don't miss those. Hey, have a great weekend. God bless you, Warrior. Let's jump into the content. So, Patrick, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having me. Great to see you today, my friend. I'm really looking forward to getting into your story. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. I guess my story can be summed up in, uh, I guess, a tale of two Ryans and a Chris. <laughs> I first became aware of uh, e-commerce uh, by another Ryan. I don't want to say his full name, but he was uh, hawking a uh, a private label course that was real popular at the time. I think the year was about uh, 2015. And, and I investigated, looked around or whatever. Uh, you know, I was new to all of this. It was after I had read the uh, the four-hour work week. And the Ryan that I found out about, you know, I, I investigated his his uh, teachings, his courses or whatever. And, of course, it was the private label model. But one thing that stood out to me was not the price tag of the course, but as I started investigating more, he was a former Christian. And uh, that was one thing that gave me pause. Hmm. And then I started looking at the model and uh, it was just a lot of stuff that didn't sit right with me. You had to, you know, order stuff from China, get it sent in. And uh, it was I think at the time it was like a, a $10,000 price tag that went along with it. So that even gave me double pause. So I didn't uh, go along with the purchase. And then, you know, I looked around. Of course, in the private label vein, but then I found out about this guy by the name of Ryan Rieger, and uh, he had his new course called the uh, Private Label the Easy Way. So I uh, investigated it, found out that he was a Christian. He didn't have to be, but he carried himself, comported himself very well, and uh, I purchased the course. Well, of course, I being new to this, I couldn't make heads or tails about it, but it was... Uh, uh, and I'm not saying that it was a waste of money because uh, it wasn't because he talked about he kept talking about this guy, his mentor is this guy uh, where he uh, this group that he hung out with called a silent sales machine group. And this guy named Jim Cockrum. So uh, and Jim Cockrum had this this motto about bringing dads home. Mm, and yeah. when he said that, he kept saying that that resonated with me. So I say, well, let me, you know, investigate, look around, see what's what. I mean, you know, you had the free Facebook group. You had, you know, you didn't have, you had some paid stuff. And I was like, well, let me investigate the free stuff first. And then uh, I think you started your podcast in 2016. Yeah, that's right. I just saw that day yesterday. That's how I know you're correct. <laughs> and uh, I, I listened to the second episode and then you had the, the zero episode where you did the uh, ASD talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been listening to every episode ever since wow. because I was intrigued uh, by the fact that, you know, you, you had a mission of bringing dads home. And I, you know, I've been, I've been working at my job for a long time and then God blessed me with a wife. It blessed me with a daughter and I wanted to provide for them not better than my dad did because my dad, he worked two jobs. So, of course, we rarely saw him. But I didn't want to be that kind of dad where my, you know, uh, that me and my dad really didn't connect on a on a, a real guttural level until, you know, I was almost an adult, maybe a, a yeah. junior, senior in high school. 
And I didn't, I, I wanted to be there for my hey, wife could, and child. And let me speak to that for a moment, Patrick. If no one's ever, if maybe there's listeners who haven't heard me say bringing dads home as part of my core mission. I haven't explained this in quite some time, although I, I say it frequently, but not so much on the podcast necessarily. But I've felt for 20 years now, I've had the joy of seeing my family raised under the same roof where I have my business. So they've got their mom there, they've got their dad there, I'm there. And I'm, I've rejected for our family, 20 years ago, I rejected that cult- cultural message that said, hey, dads, you got to choose. Are you going to be a great provider? Which your dad was. God bless him for what he did, what he had to do, right? Or are you going to be a good father and husband? You got to pick. You can't do both. It's not an option that's available to you. And I rejected that. And I've seen many other men reject that over the years and say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do not only be a great provider, not only a great spouse, not only a great father, but a child of God. I've got a bigger mission. I'm going to blend all these worlds together. Take that world, <laughs> right? So you can do that. And our content works for single moms and retired couples. We've got teenagers. It's all the, you know, the content works. The strategies work. The business model is proven. But my heart, my mission, the thing I get the most excited about, you know, if I have to rank how excited I get about success stories, it's dads that get to come home that really want to be there. You know, next on that list is single moms, by the way, that pull off these miracles. Like, God bless the single moms. Like, I don't know how they do it, right? Raising kids the right way providing, building a business at the same time. We've got a good number of them in our community. So there's plenty of heroes, but I don't know what it feels like to be a single mom. I do know what it feels like to be a dad who gets to be there with his kids, with his wife nearby, you know, and we homeschooled ours. And like, you know, and we've seen the results of this. It's a 20 year experiment, if you will. Our family was a little strange when we started down the path, but that's the heart of bringing dads home uh, for me. So as you said it, yeah, it definitely resonates. And I love that it resonated with you. I've heard from so many men over the years that they felt challenged and inspired by that. So yeah, thanks for bringing that into the conversation today. So uh, I guess we were at 2016, 2017. My wife wanted to uh, go back into uh, teaching. She had been in education before, but, you know, some things happened. She left and, you know. I figured that she wouldn't be fulfilled until she went back into the classroom. So, uh, of course, I did what I had to do to make sure that, you know, <laughs> that, you know, she would be fulfilled in that area. So uh, yeah. it was 2017. I bought the uh, the pack course. Proven Amazon that's, course. 2017. I, yeah, it's been around I, for, for 12 years at this point. Yeah. But yeah, you're still you're you're that's a ways back. Here we are. March of 2023 as we're recording this to get people a timeline. Yeah. 2023. And at the time, I thought it was a good idea, but uh, I bought the course, but I wanted to uh, get coaching, but uh, financially, it wasn't uh, viable at the time. So I did what I could with uh, with the pack and uh, proven Amazon course. And then uh, I joined, uh, no, not that year, but the, in 2018, I joined the uh, proven uh, Q4 uh, group. Mm, right. But the majority of what I was going through at that time was mindset. It was, uh, I don't know. I understood the concept. I understood the mission of, you know, becoming a dad that was trying to come home. Uh, but my mindset was off. I can't figure out what it was, but uh, I think it was uh, 2019. That I bought the uh, the replans course, Jimmy Smith's uh, replans course. And uh, it still didn't click. 
2020 rolled around, uh, the pandemic hit, of course. And I was, uh, I had sent in my first shipment after all of that time. I sent in my first shipment right at the beginning of the pandemic. And you, I mean, everybody knows, uh, if they don't know, you know, a lot of stuff got shut down, uh, period. Uh, Amazon curtailed what you could and couldn't send in. You know, I just, I was like, man, I felt like I couldn't get a break, but uh, I was still determined. And then uh, 2021 rolled in, and I said, well, I'm going to take the plunge. I've been, quote unquote, investigating this community, and I know it's solid. I know it's not a scam. And I bit the bullet, and I, I signed up for a coach. 2021. Do you, do you happen to remember about when that was? April, March, April. I knew it was right after spring break. Yeah. April of uh, April of 2021. Gotcha. Okay. And I talked to uh, Deborah. Uh, Viola, we had the interview. Gail uh, reached out to me and told me who my coaches were going to be. And before I read who it was and before I reached out to him, I prayed to God. I said, God, whatever, whoever you allow my coach to be, give them the wisdom and the fortitude to unlock the mindset that I need in order to succeed in this business. That's a powerful prayer, buddy. I think we could easily cruise right past that moment. But I'm a guy who's, I've been doing e-commerce coaching for 19 plus years. We've, we've had somewhere around eight to 10,000 students approximately. And I would say that, that you just, what you just said has been the difference for so many people that they just, it just never really clicked. And it wasn't the, it wasn't the model. It's not the business model. It's not the opportunity. E-commerce is huge. Amazon's huge. The strategies we use work. Obviously, we got hundreds of interviews with successful students. What separates the ones who who make it from the ones who don't? I say it's relationships and mindset. Mindset. People who isolate themselves, you're going to have struggle. But that mindset game can be a monster, especially people who may struggle coming from a poverty mentality or they've just got a, you know, a scarcity mindset or maybe it works for everybody else, but it'll never work for me. Here's just another thing I'm going to try today. Probably won't even work. I don't care what it is you're about to do. It's not going to work <laughs> with that attitude. It just won't. So I love that prayer you prayed. And uh, I don't even know who your coach was at this point, man. I'm excited to hear how that connection was made. I know I know nothing of your story besides what you're sharing with me today. Uh, we've had so many students over the years. It becomes difficult for me to keep track of them. <laughs> so yep. yeah, I'm eager to get to the rest of the story. But I love that prayer you prayed and the intentionality you put behind it and the self-awareness that you recognized it's not the community, it's not the content, it's the guy in the mirror and there's something upstairs that I need to figure out and fix with God's help to to make this work. So kudos to you for that, man. So I got the the email from uh, Gail and she told me who my uh, proactive coach and reactive coach was. My uh, proactive coach was Brian Olson. Robin, Robin hadn't come on at that time. Right. He recruited uh, his wife later. And now she's a fireball too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's it. For those who don't know, if you listen to several episodes of this podcast, you'll go Brian and Robin now. They're they're guest hosting frequently about once a week the past couple months. Uh, so that's who he's talking about. So for me, it was a good fit. I never got to work with Roger. I don't know. I guess uh, when I had my first meeting with, I don't know if I was doing coaching wrong or whatever, but I, my, after my first meeting with Brian, I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is, this is the one. This is the one. And we had several meetings. Uh, the majority of what we went through was, I mean, was mindset. And even even this year, last year, 
It was just mindset. You know, do what you need to do. This is what you need to do. These are the steps and just do it. You know, you could fall into the trap in coaching of uh, making it a transaction. Whereas, okay, I go to my Zoom meeting, we get off the meeting, I go do these steps. But in the interim, it becomes relational, where your coach becomes a, a, a trusted confidant. Yeah, a mentor, a friend, a counselor, even at times, right? Okay, let me let me just tell you, I have, you know, we've recruited at this point, we've got dozens of coaches, Patrick. And for the past, let's say 30 coaches, I've had the same conversation. When they come on board, they've gone through the process and we've fully vetted them out and confirmed that they are building businesses and doing the stuff that we teach around here at a high level, confirming they have a teacher's heart. There's a couple of things I go over with them. And this, I, I would call this the secret sauce almost of, a 19-year-old e-commerce coaching operation. Because if you look around in the industry, there's not a lot of e-commerce coaching businesses that last more than a year or two. That's the average lifespan. And most of them flame out. They overpromise, underdeliver, destroy their reputation somehow. But we've been able to protect ours because of what you just said. It's been built in from day one. I emphasize to the new coaches, among a handful of other things, that what we're doing here is we're building relationships with future leaders of the community. That's what we're really doing. The techniques, the strategies, absolutely. Excellent, best in the industry. We're going to stay sharp there. But the true asset we're building is future leaders in the community, future podcast guests, people who get up on stage and share their story. And your relationship with them is as important, if not arguably significantly more important than the content you're going to teach, the strategies, the techniques. The relationship, stay relationship focused. And if they just want to talk about, man, I'm just struggling right now, right? Be ready. And to the believers on our team, which we have a lot of Christians, we have several coaches who aren't Christians as well. You got to be comfortable around crazy Christians to be in leadership around here. <laughs> you got to be comfortable around us. That's all we ask. Be, you know, you can think we're weird. That's fine. But for the believers on the team, the Christians on the team, like, hey, be ready to pray for people. Be ready to offer, hey, you need what? How can I be praying for you? That sort of thing, right? So we emphasize that with our team significant uh, part of what we do around here is the relationship aspect. So I love to hear from a coaching student who's been through a few years with us saying that that is. And I, I love too that, you know, you signed up for coaching in 2021. Here we are two years later and you're still talking about the experience. This is a long-term thing. This is a long-term commitment between you and us. So that's the thoughts I just wanted to throw out there as I'm hearing your story, Patrick. And that's why I was saying, and I mean, it, like the relationship that me and Brian have, it, I mean, even going forward to late this year and even early uh, next year, but I mean, I mean, in 2023 and in 2022, uh, because I mean, I was like, it wasn't just like a straight trajectory all the way up. I mean, I was, you know, having doubts even with ungating, but I put a message in the, uh, the replans group that I wanted to feel or figure out what it would be like if I didn't give up this time. Because I had, you know, I had quit so much. You know, I did a little bit here, did a little bit there. And then I say, well, this doesn't work, this, that, and the third. But then when I finally committed, and this was even before I got coached, I said I wanted to feel what it would be like not to give up and just to be consistent. And uh, Brian held me to that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a testament to the kind of coach that he is. But he held me to that, uh, to that statement that I made. And I'm I'm not going to let him down, but I'm not going to let myself down because I'm not going to quit. And even with everything that was been uh, been going on in the uh, past couple of months, uh, you know, I could have just threw in the towel and say, hey. But I mean, even like 
before my father passed, uh, me and I was uh, having some doubts. I was having some stuff going on. Uh, this was in September, September of uh, 2022. And we got on the call and, you know, he gave me a kick in the pants to say, hey, you know, I understand what you're going through. I'm not, you know, he wasn't like uh, poo-pooing the fact that I was going through stuff, but he was saying, hey, you know, you you have this opportunity in front of you. And, mm -hmm. you know, even though it might be hard, mm -hmm. this could have happened. You know, anything could have happened, but it didn't. And you were able to recover from it. So yeah. move forward. And that was that was in September, uh, September, October. Six, seven months ago. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, as I'm listening to you talk, one of the things that's just drilled home in this community, you hear it over and over again. I mean, I open up every episode of this podcast by calling you business building warrior. And sometimes when people are new to the idea of business, that doesn't make sense. Like, warrior, what are you talking about? But that, that doesn't connect. The dots don't connect until you've been doing it a while. And then you see the analogy is pretty clean. It's an amazing image to think, you know, business is battle. You're not battling against your customers. You're serving them. They're the right. almost the ones you're protecting. They're the reason you're fighting, you know, starting with your spouse and your kids and then the people you're serving. Those are the ones that you're fighting for, not against. What are you fighting against? Well, you're fighting against those circumstances that say, you know what? Life's just a little too hard right now. I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be the one that everyone else takes care of for about a year instead of being the one taking care of everybody. I'm, I'm going to kind of give in and be the one that needs stuff now. And we all reach those points at some time. But a warrior is like, no, there's too many things relying on me. I'm going to take a little time. I'm going to mourn my loss. I'm going to learn my lesson. I'm going to take my lumps and I'm going to stand back up. Whereas one pastor I heard say one time, I've used this quote a few times lately, when you get knocked down, try to land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up, right? I mean, those are warrior kind of thoughts. That's what business is. If you think business is just about hitting the right keys on a keyboard and you know making some money out of some magical system you set up, no, that's how you sell courses to like attracting gnats to a flame. And none of them are going to actually be success stories. You're certainly not going to have a podcast like this where you're talking to dozens of people, <laughs> hundreds who have built successful businesses. It takes a warrior's mentality. And that's what you've gone through. And I love that Brian was able to challenge you. I love the accountability piece to this. You know, that's a biblical concept, accountability. Like, who are you answering to? Who's telling you, yeah, okay, I know you just got kicked in the face and you fell in the mud, but okay, clean yourself off. We're still going, right? Like you need those people in your life. And I love that we've got coaches who have played that role uh, for you, man. I love hearing it. So one one other thing, and this this was this was a God intervention. And when I'm saying this, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. I've listened to every last one of your podcasts since 2016. That's amazing. I don't know that I could say that. I've had some guest hosts. <laughs> <laughs> but your two sessions with Robin and uh, Brian, mm. I didn't see. So, of course, back in September, I was going through what I was going through. And Brian sent me an a encouraging email. But at the bottom of the email were, the I think, the first two episodes you did with... Uh, with Brian and uh, Robin. Jordan. Right when they were successful students with a story to tell. They weren't coaches on the team yet. I mean, that we, re we recruit internally as we see students emerge and become, have leadership, you know, qualities. Teacher's heart, a great story to tell. We're like, hey, you guys want to be coaches? And, and next thing you know, they're leaders on stage and creating content, et cetera. Yeah, just to fill in the gaps for the listeners today who may not be aware, that's how we do things. But yeah, they were just students 
for the long, it was just Brian for a long time. Robin could, could have cared less initially. <laughs> this was Brian's side hobby. So I uh, watched both of the videos. Mm. And when I watched the first video with Robin and Brian, I had never seen it before. And after I watched it, I felt so small, complaining to Brian about what I was going through. But then he was dealing with what Robin was going through with her health issues and him driving two hours a day, moving closer to uh, a city to take another job so he can be there for his spouse. And I was like, I don't, what I'm dealing with at that time was minuscule compared to what he was, uh, was going through. And I was like, if I didn't think that God made the right choice for him being my coach, that solidified it. it. That confirmed <laughs> it. You know, it's something I love yeah. about this show, Patrick. I love that I get to be the host. I call this the greatest excuse killing podcast you could listen to if you're trying to build an e-commerce business. Because if you listen to a handful of episodes, you're going to find someone, like you just said, <laughs> Brian and Robin, whose story, you know, I, I've said it many, many times, but listen to enough episodes, you're going to find somebody whose excuse list puts yours to shame. They've got fewer resources, less time to work with, more obligations and commitments, more health struggles, less education, less money to work with, less time in their day, more kids keeping their attention and time, special needs, challenges with someone in their family they're taking care of. Like Their list could eat yours for breakfast, but they built a beautiful business. And so you're left with that hard question again, looking in the mirror again, going, okay, it's something up here in my head that's the problem. It's not the system because that person, look what they went through. I love that you're pointing that out. Yeah, this is this is going to be an inspirational, encouraging, encouraging episode for a lot of people. I think, buddy, we're we're calling people to to task. We're hey, hey, go go find your closest mirror and say that's the only problem I got to deal with. <laughs> because and really, I mean, at the end of the day, if the system works, that's the, that is the truth. Right. I don't know who it was. Somebody had posted something in the group the other day, and I was like, you know, they were asking, uh, did the system work? And I just, you know, put a question mark, but then. I followed up with a comment and say, yeah, I mean, yeah, if it, it works if you work it. Yeah. It's not, it's like you go to the gym. The gym works if you work it. If you show up consistently over a period of time, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah there's I, no flim-flam going on. I mean, it's right. not, hey, you got to get in the inner circle. Yeah, if you consistently send shipments into Amazon and they sell, if you did the uh, right work before, yeah, it works. It does. Absolutely. I love the gym analogy because you can go to a gym every day and just try one machine, one rep and go, I don't like that one. I tried it. I tried that. It doesn't work. <laughs> I tried that gym and I tried that gym for a year and it didn't work. <laughs> what were you doing while you were there? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a great analogy. I love it. But I do know there's a lot of truth in the best-selling book in world history. And there's a lot of good lessons in there about how we can conduct ourselves and, and God favors decision-making <laughs> made according to his grand design. Right. And it certainly has worked for me. That part is undeniable. We've seen it 20 years. You know, We've raised entrepreneurial kids and they're involved in the business and benefiting. Uh, so yeah, just a couple of resources for you and the listeners if that topic resonates. But please keep the story going, man. I, wherever else you want to go from here, 
I'm I'm truly enjoying myself. Sorry to soapbox on you there, but those are two. Oh really no, that's things. fine. That's fine. We have similar uh, taste. <laughs> Sounds like it. But uh, after uh, Brian gave me that kick in the pants, uh, that was when I I started. Uh, I got to uh, work, and then I think that next month is when I had my first uh, ten thousand dollar month. But I mean, it was just me. I had I had put a, a sign up all around my house about consistency. Uh, consistency. I'm I'm going to be consistent. And like I shared with Brian, like before I before he started coaching me, and I went out and redid e-commerce and uh, did it his way. I was scared to make a $100 purchase. It was mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, almost ha- had a uh, heart palpitations when I bought <laughs> something online that cost $100. Yeah, sure. And I mean, you know, like now, I mean, I can go in and make a, a two, three, four thousand dollar purchase. Right. And not even bad an eye. Right. It, because you understand the difference, and not everyone does, between investing and spending. Until you understand the difference, it all just feels like spending and it scares you. Like, I, oh, I can't be spending this. I can't spend It's all spending. No, there's a difference. That two, three, four thousand dollars is going to come back plus 80% ROI. Plus, you know, 25, 30% net profit margin. Like this is this, I'm building something for the future. Parable of the talents from the Bible, by the way. Great illustration of the concept. Right? Right. We're supposed to be expanding the territory we've been given. We're supposed to be putting those resources to work and turning them into more resources. That's the mission. We're called to do that. Yeah, I love it, buddy. That yeah, this is a this is a beautiful illustration of the of mindset. I think you need to write a book. <laughs> Has anyone told you that yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by the way you laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been told that I need to uh, put my thoughts in a book. Uh, yeah. Let me help you with that, buddy. If, as time goes on, not today, obviously, but over time, right. um, it's a, it's not as complex of a journey as you might imagine. It, it's, it's this dragon in your mind right now that's it's really just a little puppy dog of a product. You just chip away <laughs> at it and over time, yeah. you know, you get it done. But yeah. I can help you with that later. I love it. So you had your first $10,000 a month after Brian kicked you in the pants. I love that too. Yep. (laughs) I stayed uh, consistent and that was with everything that was going on. And uh, yeah, I had my first $10,000 a month. But, you know, after that, uh, that's when stuff started going downhill and I took my eye off the ball with my uh, wife's grandmother. She got sick. And then my father, of course. I don't know. I had had an issue of, of getting restarted. You know, I mean, because that was like, that was like, uh, uh, it wasn't, you can say it was expected, but it wasn't expected. And, uh, you know, as far as with my dad, I guess, you know, Brian was trying to prepare me uh, because he shared some stuff with me that, uh, you know, it it put it in a different perspective. But uh, you just can't say that, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I saw it coming, but, you know, you didn't, I I didn't see that coming. And, uh, it, uh, you know, it knocked the wind out of me. And I mean, I lost a little momentum. And the point that I'm at now that I'm recovering from, I haven't stopped sending in shipments, but, you know, it's it's not to the degree of what it was. Understood. So that brings us up to to, to modern day. How's business right now? I mean, let's, let's get into it a little bit. I'm recovering. I'm not having $10,000 months, but uh, I think February with the uh, planning for my, my dad's funeral and... Uh, all of that stuff that was probably my worst uh my worst month in a long time yeah just uh, month, but i have last month as we're recording this yes uh february uh, 23 uh 
Yeah. So it was, uh, I was looking at the sales and it wasn't, uh, and, you know, inventory that I should have purged, but a lot of sellers came on and tanked the price. And it was like, yeah, I should have taken care of that. But I mean, I had other things that I was trying to deal with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was in a bad mental space, but I'm I'm getting back on the horse slowly, but surely. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you've seen a demonstration of what's possible. Right. And you're confident in the system. It's just a matter right. of, I love your theme, consistency. Consistency. You know, when I speak to young men, sometimes that's, I love sharing things that uh, I, without, I, I'll, say, I'll say something like this, without ever meeting you, I can tell you your future if you answer a few questions for me. Tell me about your friends. Tell me about your habits, right? Your discipline. I'll tell you where you're going to be in five or 10 years, man. Tell me how you treat women. I'll tell you exactly where you're going to be a few years from now, right? That's all I need to know. I don't need to actually meet you. Right. But so that consistency, I love that. That's one of them that uh, is very telling of what your future is going to look like. Now, yeah, you, you got your boat rocked quite a bit. You went through a storm. You're on the tail end of coming out of it. But it was right as, you know, that all happened right as you, you finally had proof. Your mindset was right. The system was working. You're putting money in the bank. Okay, I got this. Then your world got rocked. So you're positioned really well or very bright, you know, as you get your feet back under you and you got the support around you. And six, eight months from now, you're going to be in a beautiful position. But you've got, Validation. You got proof of concept is what I say at this point, yeah. right? That you're capable of it, that the system works. So that's great. So how are you, how are you working your business now? What do you, how do you spend your time? And let's talk through your routine. And uh, I do mostly RA uh, now. I don't know. I don't want to transition to OA. And I guess while I'm, you know, doing RA, but I usually shop from a regional grocery store. I'm, I'm doing mostly uh, uh, groceries. I try to venture into toys, but uh, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't want to mess up what was already working. So Sure, sure. Well, toys are actually making a comeback right now. A couple of years ago, toys were kind of seen, they got a reputation as being difficult on all the safety certificate issues and all that. That dust has kind of settled now. I've actually recorded an episode recently with Jeff Schick, who's a lawyer who understands these things. I would encourage you Jump into, well, any category is open, but toys, yeah, if you get those safety certificate requests from Amazon, you can pretty safely ignore it because the worst case scenario is Amazon will just shut that ASIN down and make you pull your inventory back. So as long as you're not super deep on any given toy, odds are the safety certificate issue will get taken care of on its own. I don't know if you've heard anything about that issue or not, but from my vantage point, toys are low-hanging fruit again right now, simply because a lot of people walked away from them. A lot of customers even are going to Walmart and such to get toys because Amazon just cracked down so much on the safety certificate issue. A topic yeah. for another day, but... I got a safety certificate issue from uh, Amazon. I think it was in, what was it, October? Yeah. I was selling a model. It was a model car, but I only had one. It was a one-off. I was just testing it. And it sold before the certificate even came due, right? You'll see that a lot. Because what a lot of times will happen is if Amazon requests a safety certificate for a certain ASIN of a toy, they send that to everybody who's selling that toy. And a lot of people will just drop the price and run. And there'll be a couple of people that actually go track down the safety certificate and send it in. As long as Amazon has one from somebody, they're not going to need it from you. But if nobody sends it in, 
that ASIN will just get turned off and your inventory will be returned to you. There's no negative health impact. There's no repercussion. There's no scary letter or anything. You just get your inventory back. That's your worst case scenario. So as long as you're kind of shallow, playing shallow in toys, there's really very limited, if any, risk at all playing around with toys. Yeah, it's it's just everything you get from Amazon. It's kind of like getting a letter from the IRS. It's like, oh no, how bad is this? You know, and half the time, it's ninety percent of the time, it's just like, hey, we changed the address. You know, thanks for the address request form. Here's the response. You know, it's just like it's harmless, but we get all worked up. Uh, Amazon kind of has that reputation, but on the toy safety certificate issue, it's certainly that way. There's nothing to get nervous or worked up over. I'd encourage you to get back into it or any category. To me, a product is just a product. Am I allowed to sell it? Kind of make a potential profit on it. I don't care what category it's in. Yeah. Grocery, home goods, you know, toys. You'll play around in all the categories. Hardware, we're all over the place. Uh, there's no reason not to explore because the same skill set that helps you find good inventory in one category, it's the exact same skill set that you'll use in any other category. It's just a product, you know. Right. It's just a it's just an ace and with some numbers associated with it, how people use it or why they buy it, or <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. I shop and then I, I do most of my prep at home by myself. I'm starting to look at uh, some of uh, Pablo uh, Aguilar's uh, content to try to streamline that process. Yes. New content that we've just created for those who aren't aware. The, um, I can't remember what we called it. We stuck it in the Proven Amazon course. It's basically how to prep inventory yeah. Uh, yeah. and how to set up a system at home that, to help you streamline. That's great. Yeah, it's free content for proven Amazon course students. I'm glad you're going through that. Yeah, Jimmy and Pablo worked on that together. It's a great course. And my mindset is I just want to, like, I want to maximize, like, the opportunity at home first. And I mean, like, you know, I know as far as ASINs and products are concerned, being an inch deep and mile wide, but I mean, like, as far as methods go, I want to, like, fully maximize the ability that I, I have, like, at home before I start you know, getting a prep center or, I mean, just to see how far I can take this in home before mm-hmm. I can, uh, you know, before I have to venture out Yeah, uh, as a family. I love that strategy. I completely agree. And I know uh, your coach, Brian, would agree as well. That I was just listening to him he- today on some content he created talking about before you delegate it, make sure you can do it, <laughs> be proficient, and then hand it off to somebody else. So you have an appreciation of the process and uh, you can monitor the how well they're doing that sort of thing. Yeah. So you're on a great trajectory. I completely agree. Do it yourself. But having someone else step in and start helping you find some good profitable ASINs at some point, having someone else you bring in for that role, helping out with the prepping, you know, those are those are good next steps for you uh, as you see those profits starting to come in. But use your profits to justify those things. Don't do it right. just out of a sense of, uh, I'm kind of bored with this. Um, that's not a good enough reason. Yeah. You want to be building profitable systems at each step. Monitoring your no, monitoring and knowing your numbers. Yeah, one thing I did learn, and it stuck in my head: not only the uh, inch deep, mile wide, but the uh, boat don't bounce. Mm-hmm. And you know, make sure you get everything bolted down before you move on to something else. And uh, yep. you know, I took that to heart. I was like, yep. yeah, even though I might want to look into uh, OA or something else, you know, I want to get this uh, replens thing down fully. Yes. Uh, before I, uh, you know, try to move on into wholesale or something of that nature, uh, I just wanted that to uh, be, you know, bolted down before I uh, trying to get all over the place. 
Yeah, bolt, don't bounce. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're creating systems and making sure they're reliable and and being sustained. And there's someone in charge of that process before you become distracted by that next possible opportunity. I've you know I've been doing e-commerce 20 years. Like I mentioned, I've seen a lot of people just spend a significant amount of time over the years and years and years of just bouncing. Ooh, this is hot. Ooh, that's hot. Ooh, this is great. You know, I've even got a whole bunch of people emailing me right now saying, "Hey, Jim, when are you going to talk about this whole AI?" you know, artificial intelligence, chatbot stuff and how to make money on the internet using chatbot. And like, don't bounce over there. The only <laughs> people making money on AI chatbots right now are the people selling courses about how to make money on AI chatbots. <laughs> no one else is making any money. <laughs> don't, don't abandon ship for some new crypto course or no, the stuff that works is the stuff that's been working a while. You're not going to miss anything if you're patient. The good stuff will float. It will become proven. And you need to keep bolting down the stuff that you know works. So you have the freedom and you have the margin to explore some of these other things as those opportunities come down the pike. But I see a lot of people, they just bounce one webinar to the next, one $50 to $5,000 course or content or training to the next. And here we are just chipping away, creating success stories all day, every day with a boring model. Right. It's boring. But there's a lot of money in boring. Anybody who's been in business any amount of time will tell you the same thing. You want to go where the boring money is. The exciting, latest, flashy stuff. (laughs) Here today, gone tomorrow. Everyone loses their money, scratches their head. What just happened? Right. Over and over and over again. Hmm. Yeah, I love that you've been consistent. You've been sticking with the same model for a while. You are just positioned to... To like a rocket ship, man. You are you're positioned for exciting stuff in 2023. Thank you, sir. What else in, in your story? Let's you know anything else from your story? Any other notes that you had, or any other topics and questions for me as we start to wrap this one up? Uh, I guess uh, questions is like outside funding. When to take outside funding and uh, where? Uh, yeah, that's like far as Amazon loans or uh, you know when you get to a point where you want to expand the business. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, at the point that you're confidently turning $10 bills into $15 or $20, like you've got a system. It's working. You've tracked your numbers. You know your net margins. You're confident in your ability to find winning ASINs using the replin system. And the only thing holding you back is more funding. There's plenty of options out there. At our upcoming conference in July, we're going to have two or three different companies there that are tremendous. To work with. And they each have that, their unique different systems of offering you cash. You know, one of the lowest hanging fruit opportunities potentially is just a zero interest credit card, zero interest for the first year. As long as you pay off the minimum on time, I would argue make sure you're paying it off in full on time. But if you miss by a few days, you're not getting penalized. Right. That's great. You know, get a line of credit for $15,000, $20,000, whatever credit card you can find, zero interest for the first year. Maybe even get some points that you're collecting off that. That's beautiful. And a lot of times the you know the fans of Dave Ramsey will say, oh, well, never use credit cards. And I completely agree. If you're using credit cards to buy things that you want, that's a disaster. Right. If you're using a credit card as an investment tool to scale your business a little more quickly using a proven process and you're monitoring your risk very cautiously, just because you got a $20,000 line of credit doesn't mean you're going to go spend $20,000 tomorrow. You're still spending that money as if it was that last two or $300 you had to spend and you have to do it right. Right. It's because it's a line of credit. You need to be cautious. But 
once you understand those things, absolutely, we've got some great partners in this community. One of uh, one of them that I've developed a good relationship with is Acrumi. They're fantastic. Uh, seven-figure funding through our coaching office. You can reach them. They're going to be at the conference as well, both those, both those guys. I've seen some people use Amazon funding thinking, hey, if I get a loan from Amazon, maybe they'll be a little nicer to me if it, something ever comes up because they want their loan paid back, right? Right. No. <laughs> you don't get any special treatment out of Amazon just because you've got a loan from Amazon. None. So I'm not a big fan necessarily of that program. Although it is easy hanging fruit, low hanging fruit, because you can just click a couple buttons and they look at how much inventory you have and give you some money. I'm like, all right, cool. But the terms aren't that great. Mm. I'd prefer one of the other outside opportunities. So probably in order of preference, you know, family or friends who believe in you and kind of want to see you win, that's a good place to start. Hey, we'll put a few thousand dollars into this thing and you know, pay us back a piece of the growth as this thing grows. Let us help you. Maybe a business mentor or something like that. An uncle has got some cash. You wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, help your business get rocking, that kind of stuff. That's number one, because there's accountability, there's relationship there, which by the way, is biblical when it comes to lending and, and right. borrowing and investing, right? And then you've got the zero interest credit cards are probably next on my list. But if neither one of those are quite a good fit for where you're at, Next, you start talking to some of these partners you've heard on, you know, the sponsors on our show, handpicked, uh, some good some good folks out there that work with Amazon sellers. And um, yeah, so that that's some general ideas. I'll stick links in the show notes to this episode today as well, to the resources I've mentioned so, so other people can go research those as well. Does that help though? Yes, it does. Very good. Any any other questions for me or any anything else on your mind as we, as we start to wind this one down? Any tips for everyone? Uh, tips would be, I guess, uh, tips would be uh, to be consistent, to track your numbers, and to uh, like don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, I mean, whether it be in the community or uh, you know, as far as coaching, because I mean, to me, like coaching is like the cheat code. Like if you want to really get ramped up uh, real quick and you don't have to be stumbling around in the dark trying to figure uh, stuff out, I mean, you get a coach. I mean, they pay for themselves, but yeah, that's the cheat code. You can uh, go further faster with a coach than you would be, you know, having to aggregate all these different videos and these so-called different gurus. I mean, you have somebody that's uh, actually building a business and, uh, you know, telling you about the pitfalls that you could be uh, in for, you know, hey, when this happens, even though they might say it nonchalantly and, you know, you feel like the the sky is falling, they'll be like, oh, no, all you have to do is just, like, send this form in and, you know, everything will be all right. Yeah. I I love that you introduced that and I'll keep this as my point as brief as possible here and you say that, Patrick, but you'll be amazed. Another part of your business building warrior journey is you will be amazed. Uh, And this is why I encourage keep a journal. Keep a journal. Write these things down. When you feel yourself elated or scared, when your emotion level is high in any way in relation to your business, write it down. And here's why. You will be amazed as you look over your shoulder at the stuff that scared you to death. Had you up at 3.30 in the morning thinking, I've messed this whole thing up. Six months, a year later, you'll look back at that and you'll go, that was a molehill that I turned into a mountain. You're going to do it so many times. And you'll, no matter how big your business gets, I do it to myself and my business. And, and I'm convinced, okay, 
all those molehills behind me that I thought were mountains. I get it. But this one now, this time, this is really the mountain. Nah, six months, a year later, it's a molehill too. You you battle on. And, and you know what sustains you? And you've kind of hit on it. The consistency, yes. And the relationships. Relationships. I mean, you emphasize that. You've got the people around you that know, like, and trust you. They love you. They've been working with you forever. You fall on your face. They're not going to point and laugh. That's what your brain tells you is going to happen. Right. But in reality, they gather around and they dust you off. Like, all right, what's next? Let's keep going. Lesson learned. Hey, let's figure this thing out. What's... And we see that constantly in this community. So tremendous advice. Yeah. I, I love it. I love you called coaching a cheat code. <laughs> There's a cheat code. image. I love that too. Uh, and I completely agree. Relationships, consistency, cheat code. I love it. Well, good episode, buddy. Really good episode. Anything else on your mind? I don't want to cut you off. It was it was just no, that was hanging it. out. Yeah, that was it, Jim. I'm so glad we had a chance to to hang out today. If it had been just the two of us having this conversation without me in inserting my thoughts for the listeners, obviously, but just the two of us hanging out. I would have truly benefited and enjoyed hanging out with you today, my friend. Uh, Thank you, the sir. Fact, the fact that we recorded this and other people get to benefit from it, I think it's going to impact a lot of folks. I hope so. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.